and welcome to Georgia's Poetry Workshop. The sun is out and I have to apologise in advance if the sound is a bit different today. It's because I could not bring myself to go underneath the blanket, which I usually use to (laughs) make the sound better. So instead I've put a sock over the microphone and I'm hoping that that works. So please um, stick with me (laughs) despite any kind of strange distortions that may happen. Um, yeah so so welcome I hope you've had a great week I hope you've got a lot of writing done I have done a lot of writing um, over the last few days and I wanted to talk a bit about that today because you know if I was doing a kind of alphabetical podcast this one would be V, v for vulnerability because we do have to be very vulnerable in our creativity, Um, not just in sharing our work, but actually writing it. I had this moment on Saturday where I realised that I'd been avoiding writing about a topic because I was trying to write it like everyone else. And a lot of the poets I've read when they talk about grief are a much different stage, a kind of... um, there's, there's, it feels like there's a sense of order to what they're writing. And to me, I feel this sense of chaos still and a kind of heaviness, uh, which I don't always feel when I read others' work. And I think it's just merely because we all feel emotions very differently. And perhaps I haven't found a poet that I can relate to with with this feeling um and so you know I I felt I have to write it myself so I went for it Uh, after a quite emotional morning I felt very kind of I found it very difficult I was thinking gosh I didn't realize how much I was kind of fearing writing about grief in this way uh, there's a there's a feeling of this kind of gunkiness, this grotesqueness that I wanted to convey, and finally I, I I went for it and I produced 14 poems in a few hours, and afterwards I realised that it takes a huge emotional emotional what's the word toll on our uh, on you and in turn on on mentally and physically of course they combine they are one and I suppose spiritually as well in that sense so afterwards I realized that I needed to go and get some lovely food and have a lovely afternoon and do things that were nourishing for me for my body and essentially kind of hug myself um give myself a hug after having um been very emotional on the page And so I do, I did want to emphasise, you know, how it is really important that you express yourself in your writing the way that you want to fearlessly, but also that if you decide to do that, if you have been struggling with writing something, that you create an environment that supports you. So for me, that was making a really lovely meal for myself and having a bath and getting to relaxing clothes and just making sure that I felt very, very nourished. For you, it might be having 
a moment to yourself, lighting some candles. It might be going for a walk afterwards to make sure, make make your mind um, have a little bit of a moment outside of itself. What whatever it might be, I think have that lined up for for you because I'm really I'm because it's important to to look after yourself when you're being vulnerable. And what's come of this is that the following day I suddenly began to produce really interesting poems and not about the and not about the the grief that I had written about the day before but what it allowed me to do is get a lot um, of things that I was sort of holding inside out and it left room the way that I felt was a kind of glitter glittery pink I don't know if that's uh but like in a very calming way I suppose it would be like I felt like the surface of water when it glistens in the sunset that's the feeling (laughs) um and it was a kind of peace but also an awe where I went oh my goodness I I can allow my body and my mind to to move forward with with thinking about um other things and it didn't uh I went I that morning I went for a wander to get coffee and then I walked back and on my way back I was thinking oh yeah I think I've got an idea for a poem I think of you know and it's uh, quite a joyful one <laughs> And it was, of course, about coffee because I love I love drinking coffee and I do write about coffee. Um, but it was in it was in this kind of um, new new way, and and I felt very free in in that sense. And suddenly, I managed over the last two days to produce um, sixteen more poems um about that much and I it's it's quite shocking because I don't think I've ever had this moment where I could do that and I think it was yeah more more surprising than shocking really is the right word and I'm just very grateful that I have this platform where I can share these thoughts and be on a writing journey alongside you. And that's the point, you know, I'm still learning too. And it's wonderful to to know that you are, we are all on a kind of writing journey together, which is fantastic. So it was a really proud moment over the weekend. Sort of it all came together. Um, just through being honest with myself, being truthful about what I was resisting and trying to, and and sort of having this moment of courage to write the way that I needed to. So I hope that that's, um, I hope that's really helpful for you if you're kind of in that similar state of mind and just I do want to emphasize to make sure that if you are writing about something quite difficult to to do something nice for yourself afterwards
I'm going to read a poem now from Fiona Benson's collection, Ephemeron, which I bought very recently, but I have absolutely kind of absorbed every word. It's incredible. And I heard Fiona Benson read at the Newcastle Poetry Festival, and she was so wonderful and so expressive and passionate about her writing. And it made me realise how I might want to to read each of my words as well when I read poetry. So it was a really wonderful kind of um, learning moment then. And I do recommend going to events if you can or watching some online because it I think it, ha- it helps you to think about your words differently. To, to hear to hear poets read them aloud. So I'm going to read a poem that I think has this sense of vulnerability within it. And there's a lot in this collection. I'm going to revisit quite a lot of it with you, of course. <laughs> um, and this one is in the section, the first section about insects. So it's called Caddisfly Larvae. And the Latin is, I don't know how to pronounce this, we'll go for it. Trichoptera. Trichoptera. Or caddisfly larvae. At first we take its chamber for a twig, a dark length among the dredgings. Then it moves, and we see it is a sleeve stitched and glued Careful decoupage of wet, black leaf. Feelers extrude like tobacco shreds from a roll-up cigarette. The nymph slides out, its lemon belly feathery with gills like an exposed nerve. A touchy knuckle emerging from its foreskin, intimate, clitoral. Soon it will cap its chamber shut like a cartridge of gunpowder. Melt inside, alchemize, then, come summer, explode, with wings that slope like a gabled roof should it perch. But mostly it's flown, beyond its hoveled self, hurtling gold, a flicker in the bright-fired morning of desire, its open mouth. I think it's an amazing piece. So it's written in quatrains. Um, which gets slightly longer towards the end. Um, I suppose it's with with these kind of longer this this kind of moment of freedom for the for the um, callus fly. What I really like about this, and I spoke about this in terms of uh, thinking about simile last week, are are these kind of powerful images that come with simile. So like tobacco shreds from a roll-up cigarette. And then we have like a cartridge of gunpowder. So quite similar um, colours. And these similes sort of speak to one another, don't they? The cigarette and the gunpowder. I suppose they both link to kind of ideas of fire. And then at the end we have 
the hurtling gold, a flicker in the bright-fired morning of desire, its open mouth. So then we have that fire at the end. So so it's uh, there's there's these amazing connections throughout this poem, and I think the kind of it feels very delicate too, which is where we get that sense of vulnerability, particularly when it when it gets down to kind of very um, fragile or sensitive rather body parts, um, where Benson writes a touchy. Actually, we'll start a bit earlier. The nymph slides out, its lemon belly feathery with gills, like an exposed nerve, a touchy knuckle emerging from its foreskin, intimate, clitoral. So these, there's something very kind of beautiful about the usage of the body and from belly all the way to the clitoris. And... The, the pace emphasises this, that every word feels precious here. And so there is a vulnerability about this larvae and, and kind of reaching, being able to reach the point where it transforms. So we're going to have a stop there for some free writing. Today, um, well, first I will explain to those who um, have not done free writing before, if you have not, welcome, welcome to the podcast and to your first free writing session, which is when you take, uh, you'll, you'll pause the podcast when you hear, um, it's usually bells, but I've got an egg shaped uh, sort of shaker <laughs> instead because I have, uh, the bells are have disappeared as as happens that happened to my first instrument as well <laughs> i must just sort of leave them around the house um so free writing just to go back to what i was actually trying to talk about free writing is when we take between five and seven minutes so you pause the podcast and take five minutes or to seven it's up to you to write as much as you can in that time and for, and just keep going you know and if you can't think of anything you just write I don't know what to write I don't know what to write I don't know what to write and the point is that you kind of get all the stresses out from the day so anything that's like trapped in your mind you can get out the alternative as well to, is to use this free writing um as part of just trying to write something something new and if you'd like to do that I, I give a prompt as well. So the prompt today is hourglass. So if you'd like to use that image, that word hourglass to create something in your five to seven minutes, you can do that as well. Or, you know, as an alternative to sort of just getting everything out on the page. I'm going to uh, shake the the kind of the egg <laughs> and feel free at that point to pause the podcast and then come back afterwards for the final prompt. Welcome back. If you had that pause and if not, you can certainly do it later on. I like to take this opportunity now to say that if you are enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful then please consider donating to my Patreon. 
patreon.com forward slash Georgia's Poetry Workshop. This allows me to have the means to continue to create the podcast, do research for the episodes, find the poems and the various theory. And also it allows people to access the podcast uh, the podcast uh, to access a workshop that they might not otherwise be able to afford so it helps it's helping everyone out um but if you can't afford to don't not worry at all this is a supportive workshop you you know don't you, you don't have to um donate if you can't afford it and you know sometimes people might donate and then not be able to anymore and it and you know it all just works as a kind of really cool collective cycle where you know we're all helping each other so um yeah a a, a built on kindness um and sort of looking after one another so if you can donate thank you very very much and if you can't then that's absolutely fine and i thank you very much for listening So the final prompt for today is on insects, to choose an insect to write about. And it would be interesting, I think, to pick an insect that you feel a connection with. And in that sense, we're kind of exploring ideas of vulnerability because by picking a creature that you feel kin to, you end up having to explore parts of yourself. So I don't want you to like, <laughs> you know, do what I did at the weekend and just sort of face your, you know, face your fears and, you know, immediately today. Um, absolutely not. But it's more of a kind of building up to that point. You know, I couldn't write about grief. I didn't even say the word at the beginning of the podcast, did I? Um to start with (laughs) you're probably sat there going what is what is she talking about which topic is she talking about um but yeah the theme of grief I couldn't I couldn't start writing poetry about that not not in the way that I wanted to for five years five years and so we all have our own pace with these things our own process and so I feel that you know if you pick an, an insect a creature that is you know, very vulnerable to human power um, and kind of vulnerable in general because of its sort of makeup. It, it is you know, quite small and the, it, it might have um, very um, breakable wings or... or um, very thin legs for instance so thinking about those vulnerabilities for that insect and exploring it and and finding a kind of connection for yourself too and exploring that so I hope you have enjoyed the workshop today I thank you again very very much for listening and if you'd like to share anything at all, I'm on Twitter at GC the Writer or Instagram as well at GC the Writer. And thank you um, 
very much of course as well to Portamento who creates the music for the podcast I will catch you all next week have a good one <laughs>